Welcome to The Her of the Dog. This podcast is intended for an over 18 audience, so if you're under 18, sit in butter and slide on. Hello and welcome to Her of the Dog with me, JP. And me, Dargy. Bringing you episode 12, Our Loves. Aww. What's the crack, mate? All good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm just realising that the title of the, the title of this episode, people might think we're talking about uh, our two partners, but no, that's yeah. not the case. We're talking about things that um, that we love, uh, mostly theatre and and football. And football, yes. Um, what well, have you been up to this week, anyway? Not a whole pile. Well, I say not a whole pile. I've been very busy, obviously, with the show, mm-hmm. with work with research and most of all trying to keep out of trouble mm. that's that's the biggest challenge of them all you know <laughs> um but i've been doing well so yeah well there's been no real complaints the last couple of couple of weeks so no not we're yet. flying you know, we're flying we're doing so well <laughs> we're on a one week streak it's brilliant um it's been a very stressful week yeah very stressful but we're getting there we are getting slowly there, but like, surely the next couple of days, yes, we will be very tired, but we'll get through it. We'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, and we have a very, obviously, um, we're going to record a wee bit earlier. Uh, next week, we're we going to get uh, um, a couple of cast members have yeah. uh, asked, can they come on and, and do a wee special and, from, the, I, from the dressing room? I'm really, really looking forward to that. It'll be it'll be fun. Can't wait for all the backlash. Um, yeah. But, Could yeah. Could you just imagine, imagine. Please, I'm just going to say it now, like, this before even next week's episode comes out if you have a problem with anything that is said next week's podcast or if you have a complaint keep them to your fucking self and a happy <laughs> christmas oh my god next week's episode's out in what is it the 22nd 23rd yeah, yeah. Couple uh, the, of days no, christmas. The, yeah the 22nd yep madness i tell you yeah absolute madness um i was sitting in the living room earlier on and i got a message a voice note from um a mutual friend and right. i thought it was that funny that i had the shirt on the podcast so i'll i'll, I'll let you listen to it here now to turn up the volume also not to bombard you so i'll not ask for them now like but for whatever you get a chance obviously after the show or something um at the end of the week i've been summoned for jury duty from the 5th of january onwards so i need to obviously prove that i am going on holidays holidays is a, a exemption so if you could send me any sort of confirmation of my name on it, or do we even have that yet, so I can get out of jury duty and be able to go to Disney, that would be fabulous. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> 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 and I didn't know what the fuck it was. It's not like he doesn't eat. Literally, the first message he had messaged me was earlier on asking for... Uh, tickets his yeah. friend or well, something well you see <laughs> my response would have been if you had gone to the fucking meetings then <laughs> you would know all the details <laughs> yeah so yeah. there's the response to uh, that uh, no he's uh, I actually I phoned him last night and was like oh yeah um, Sean can't make it on Friday so you're going to need it he was like yeah yeah I know sorry sort of I know the lines are on I was like alright does he know <laughs> the lines though no, so he says. Right, we, we, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Um, but yes, so we're in the middle of a of a show week this week. We are indeed. Yes. Yeah. Um, for our production of Nativity, and it has went. We're two nights in. Yes, but it feels longer. I was yeah. explaining this earlier because we've really been going from Sunday night. 
you yeah. know, the cast. So to us, it's like what well, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. It's like tonight's night five of it in a roundabout way. You know. Yeah, like it's uh, for those who don't know, it's not. It's not like other like I'm sure there's some uh, adults who do uh, musicals and other and plays etc. Listen to the podcast. It's it's uh, it's not your standard one because there's like a hundred kids. Yeah. Who it's like they've been shot with a blow dart and just forget everything. <laughs> as soon as they get into the town hall, they just forget everything. Yeah. You could rehearse that show for fucking ten years, and they would still forget How it. How long have the kids been rehearsing for? Um, Four months. September. September. Yeah. September, and yeah, it's it's tough going. It's it's. Uh, I love them, and I think they're all amazing. And I think you know we don't do this like we don't do it for financial benefits. We really, 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 really yeah, don't like. Do um, Everything gets pumped back into the shows. We do it to give opportunities to the kids, but fuck me, this show's killing me. Like, yeah, it's just but so tough. It, like, I think there's a couple of things at play. Number one, the amount of children, right? But yeah. as you say, we're giving the kids a chance, or you're giving the kids a chance, which is brilliant, yeah. right? Number two, um, how close it is to Christmas. Oh, I think everyone's just at this time of year, everyone's exhausted. I know, I think as well, though, like, you're 100% right. I reckon half the people are like, oh, fuck. And then the other half of people are like, this is getting me into Christmas spirit. Yeah. Also, there might be some people that might not necessarily have a big family. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's giving yeah, them that wee thing. See the way, like, I was looking at it too, and I, I was talking to different ones, and they were like, when we auditioned for this, it was like the middle of summer. Yeah. Good weather, you know, and they were like, Oh, it'll be grand, be a hundred percent. Now it's come a week before Christmas, we're like, Oh, holy Jesus, you know, we're, no. we're, but, like, we're half dead. but it is a lot of like, it is very, very fun. Yeah. Like, I'm having yeah. a ball with it. Like, I'm uh, it's yeah, it's good crack, but it's our it last is. 25 minutes are fucking yeah. horrendous, yeah, but like, like, it's just so busy, yeah, but uh, listen, it's. Like, I was going to say, not in a roundabout way, but the audience should expect, you know, listen, their kids, maybe most of them are, it's the first time on the stage, you know, and yeah. cut them a bit of slack, you know, it's, they're they're having fun, they're here to entertain you, you know. And cut the, cut cut some of the adults a bit of slack as well. Yeah, <laughs> cut the adults, no, just cut the adults, don't stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, there's our first complaints. But, um, <laughs> the, uh it's got some really good feedback and yeah. I'm delighted it's it wasn't smooth sailing like them first couple of days and no fuck me but uh, we've got there it's, and uh, it's as grand. I said yesterday because we had to start late yesterday it's just <laughs> put on the the white screen and then just show the fucking movie uh, it'll be, yeah. it'll be on the, the um James again gave me a, a said something really really perfect he was like it's not about the storm itself it's about getting through it yeah. And coming out the other end of it. Yeah. And, that, and we did. That's perfect. Last night was that storm and we all got through it 100%. The show must go on. Yeah, no, it was fine. It was grand. Like, um, obviously, you know, with the RTC and both ends and yeah. just just everything. It was just, but we, we it ran. Yeah. That's the most important thing. What's been your favourite moment so far of the show? Last night, that wee fucker, um, one of the kids... Made me laugh the first time ever on stage. Oh, right. Made okay. me laugh. Yeah, he, uh, he ran on. It's like, you know, usually I'm that person that makes makes the uh, try and makes people crack on yeah. stage. 
and it ran on. It's like quick, quick, next costume. And you, he's, you me- haven't... he's meant to say, fucking, he's meant to say, um, please, Mister Puppet, can I please go on as Joseph? And that's it. Yeah. And then I meant to say my line, and he ran on. It's like please, please, Mister Puppet, can I go on as Joseph? I'll follow you on TikTok. Right, and I just didn't expect it. And I went, huh? and like just <laughs> like I just stood there, and like I just looked at Damien, and I was like, I, I just laughed. I was like, I can't. He was looking at me, going like, why are you laugh? Like, and he's like, I he, d- he didn't know what was going on. I yeah, was like, he probably I can't, thought it was just a line. I can't yeah. speak. Like I was like, oh Jesus, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out laughing. Yeah. Um, well, I've been trying to make you have noticed. I've been trying to make a few people laugh uh, on stage, which is really unprofessional of me, but. I'm getting away with it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, the uh, I think that like like the best part for me is the like the highlight has been definitely the turnaround because like from Monday night yeah. to Tuesday night that yeah. like just That's what Roshin sh- has done backstage yeah. is just mental. That like. sheer relief on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah. When that curtain closed. And Damon was right beside us whenever the curtain closed. Um, last night he went walkies because the chain fell off the stage. But so curtain. funny. <laughs> but on Tuesday night he was right beside us, and I've never hugged Damon like that before. I grabbed him, give him a big. Mark. I thought I was going to lift him one yeah. stage, <laughs> and it was just the sheer relief that we got through that, and it was. I think it's like, an, it's, see when that happens, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, it really is. like I, it was a huge weight lifted off me. Like, um, what's uh, what's been your highlight? My highlight uh, probably needs to cut this. Saving the show last night. <laughs> that was I have not had enough praise yet. I, 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 I am, Fuck off, I am only joking, of um, course. Um, but yeah, just being the absolute saviour of the town hall last night. It was brilliant. <laughs> Fucking love. The Christmas um, saviour. It was great. The, uh, uh, no, no, I've I've had so many laughs this week already. Um and I'm sure there's more to come. I think my highlight for me is getting my donut every night. Getting eat up. Yeah. You came in with three. Yeah. Getting my donut every night is uh, and having to throw it into me very, very quickly. It's great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's good fun. But uh, uh, like, I think the highlight as well has to be Tuesday night. The minute that curtain closed, but there was actually a very funny story. I don't know if you heard this. So on the raffle on Tuesday night, I went out to do the raffle, and um, somebody won a bottle of vodka, but they sent like a five-year-old up for it. Oh fuck the that! <laughs> so <laughs> we gave it. We gave it down anyway. We were like, listen, because the mummy was there. And uh. We gave it down anyway. So then the next thing was like a bottle of wine or something. And one of the seniors who was over 18 won it, right? And Roshim was saying, oh, it's okay. It's okay. We don't need to worry. He says, you're saying you don't need to worry about her, but you gave it to a five-year-old two seconds ago. Like, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I thought that was funny too. Uh. But um, no, the the it, it's just been a week full of laughs so far. And like... It, it is very, it can be very stressful but the main thing is we're not showing it in front of the kids or we're trying not to show it as much as possible in front yeah, of the kids yeah like that's um, uh, one, one of the kids came up to me there the other day he says are you the man off the podcast <gasps> I says I don't know what you're talking about and he says that means you are I said I bet I know who it was but it was I don't know but anyway he yeah, I'll, um, bl- I'll blank out that name yeah 
but he uh, the, the child said to me anyway yeah are you the man off the podcast I just don't know what you're talking about and walked on but here just I'm, I'm going to say this now right and because you normally ask me what pisses you off but this isn't something that really really pisses me off see sh- the shite talking dressing rooms like I just it, it, Anthony Fitzpatrick taught me the atmosphere is all wrong and that's not being up like my a head up my arse or anything but I like to have and you're exactly the same a pre-show routine my pre-show routine is go in get that costume on me straight away get the microphone on me straight away and chill and talk to my people and talk to my uh, friends and that but not screaming and shouting and blah 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 and carrying carrying on just having a crack nice and quiet see the amount of shit that I've spoken in a dressing room I cannot deal with it in your one is it yeah yeah it is I only go in the, I'm in the dressing room literally for like five minutes at the interval and that's it yeah oh, like, Jesus I tell you it is absolute it's not it's pure brown that they're talking like. <laughs> boys I'm sorry to tell you but you're talking shite <laughs> yeah, like I I actually have moved up uh, to the uh, upstairs dressing room yeah. I can't deal with the shite talk I really can't <laughs> uh, you're a dick um, yeah, there's complaint number two um, but no I uh, I think it has been good crack like. it has been yeah it really really has been um We've put a rule in the dressing room as well, and same one that has carried over from nine to five. No poos in the uh, in the dressing room. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's yeah. a toilet in yours. Yeah, yeah, no poos. And uh, whenever I went up to the main, or I say main, up to the dressing room last night, uh, I thought one of them says, "Oh, it must be very busy down there. There's a couple of years down there." I says. It's amazing how many men can fit in that wee shower down there. <laughs> is it, uh, how many are in yours? So there's two, three, four, five, six, seven, about seven or eight. Yeah, seven or eight. And it's not the large dressing room. <laughs> there's about seven or eight. Uh. And I tell you, no, I'll not even go there. I'm not even going there. Yeah. Big, big, big crowds in your dressing room. Um, if I put a gun to your head, and said, pick my next show, what would you pick? We Will Rock You. Really? Yep. Have you seen it? I've seen it twice. Is that any good? It, yes, it is. It, it really, really is a good, fun show. So, do you want me to give you the plot very quickly? I've heard it's set in the future or something. Like so, it's set in the future, and um, the Killer Queen has banned, uh, Killer Queen's obviously the Queen song, right. and has banned like all music and all, like, you know, uh, like actual instruments and all this. Yeah. And they're only allowed to listen to like fucking electronic music. All right. Okay. But this uh, guy comes along, uh, comes along, and Galileo comes along, and he falls in love with Scaramouche, and um, but anyway, they fall in love at the end. But anyway, he knows that he can hear something. Uh, he knows that this music isn't right. That there was a music before this that they're listening to. So they end up having to go to the Seven Seas of Rai, which is another Queen song. It was actually their first hit. And uh, lo and behold, that is the birthplace of music in, in this world, right? And I don't know where Freddy, a statue of Freddy, comes up out of the um, water. And then he gets the guitar, which is the Red Special. And 
out of nowhere he's able to sing Bohemian Rhapsody. It is a really, really fun show. The music is great. The The characters are brilliant. And I'm not just saying this because it's Queen, but they are really, really, it's a great show. The first time ever I seen it was in Dublin on my 14th birthday. Oh. And I went fully dressed as Freddie Mercury, the yellow jacket and living in the three arena. And we were in the first couple of rows of it. And at the end, or after it, we were staying in the juries in, it's not called the juries anymore, it's Leonardo or something, in Dublin, just down from the three arena. And we're sitting all having a crack, me, my two sisters, and my ma. And this guy came over and he says, uh, he had an English accent, and he says, um, oh, sorry for disturbing you, he says, but my sister was... In we will rock you this evening she was the leading lady she was scaramouche she's seen your costume would you mind if she met you and i <laughs> says you're on a world turn you're asking me if i mind that a leading lady wants to meet me i was like of course yes 100 <laughs> percent." so she came over and she was so lovely and we blocked off a part of the like restaurant and the hotel and we started singing uh, with each other and it was great fun it yeah so that's my claim to fame with um with a touring company of we will rock you and i was asking her had she met brian may had she met you know any of the band members and ben elton because he wrote it uh, he wrote the play and obviously queen put the music to it and um yeah that was that was my 14th birthday and i i just loved it yeah. and then i seen it couple of years later in Belfast and um again brilliant and sometimes it, it made a reappearance there in London for a very short period yeah we were actually last time we were over it was on because we were staying across the road from it yeah like literally outside the theatre it was it was the Dominion Theatre's longest running show I think yeah um and then it stopped and it is mainly in uh Australia and New Zealand that's where they mainly tour um, but I think they're doing a world tour at the minute now that they're off the West End again. So and I think the rights are to it, or they're they're available. So do we we will rock you? But I'm doing Rock of Ages. Yeah. So it's very similar. No, sort not of really. Music. There's only one uh Queen line in Rock of Ages. What is it? He has a small lighter. Well, I saw I saw this in Broadway. A small lighter, and I think they go Galileo, Galileo, Figaro, and that's it. No, that's that's. That was just ad-libbed. Was it? Yeah, it's not in the script. Well then. Yeah, so I directed it before. Um, no, that's one. The yeah, only well then, there's no, there's no Queen lines in Rock of Ages, so it's not the same then. The, uh, well, it is, is the same, because music's banned in Rock of Ages, isn't it? No, they, so Rock of Ages, <laughs> they, it's a, like centered around this bar, and then they're going to close down the strip that the bar's in right. and See, put I up can't office remember. buildings it's um, seen it. but music in Rock of Ages is unbelievable yeah. like there's that, like there's not the, one bad song in it it was the first Broadway show i seen oh really I've never seen it like I've I've never seen it like ever I've only ever directed it and I fucking loved it it's me like our production team at that time was like myself Wilson and then Alex and Andy was obviously stage manager yeah. and it's me, Wilson and Andy's our favourite show we've ever done. Yeah. Like it's just so funny and so the music's just a, amazing. It is a great like, show. I can't wait. Like it's uh obviously we started at the end of May, I think we're only do we're doing a short enough rehearsal period of time. 
I'll maybe start with principles a wee bit before that. Do a couple when of readings. When is when is it? It's in September, so May, June, July, August, five months. You'd yeah. need it. Yeah, you would need it. Yeah, <coughs> but it's not like a show. Nine to five, it was a full six months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you, did, you didn't see it. You no, like, and that that's the thing was with, like, whenever we done 95, obviously, like, the crack was fucking 90. Yeah. Rock of Ages will be better because yeah. the music is it's, so well known. Yeah. And, like, like that's, we done it the last time we done, I think, we usually I would have started a rehearsal period. We would have done our shows, like, March, February, March time. Yeah. We done it the opposite when we done it, our, that show in September. Yeah. Same exact same week as we're doing it now. I done it in the in the in the waterfront and uh yeah, it was uh it was good. The um our rehearsal process was near enough the exact same. But it's I'm, very tough. I'm just looking forward to a break after sister act. I fucking need it. Like I've done five Yeah, musicals. you can have you can have four weeks. I, I, <laughs> I've done five musicals this year. I have done Joseph, Rock of uh, School of Rock. Greece, nine to five, and nativity, and a panto on top of it, and two concerts. Well, to be fair, we're only going to be doing one day, so we're only doing one day, and it's it's probably going to be a Sunday. And it's going to be an all day job. No, 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 no. It'll be, it'll be like that'll be, just one day, and it'll be a turnabout because, I don't want to be people because they're going to be going back to front. Um, but. It won't seem like a show. Like yeah. that's what everyone had said the last time. You know that we done it. It doesn't feel like it's a chore yeah. because you're leaving, and it's just fucking hilarious. But yeah, so I'll see you there. Um, the uh, <laughs> because I am, I am, I was being deadly serious when I was saying next March I was going to well, going to retire and, and <laughs> I say that every show. Take a hiatus and take yeah. a take a lengthy break. Sure, you'll have uh, Sisterax over in March, and then but, you'll yeah, have that. You'll have a massive break then until probably let's Are say June. Are you doing a Christmas show next year? Um, I we don't know to the town halls. Oh, my, yes, yes. If anything, I'm sure know. Rock of Age will be in Armagh. Yeah, yeah, it's in Armagh, and it's it's um in September. Yeah. But no, I couldn't see us doing like an adult thing. No, in at Christmas, because maybe a Christmas concert sort yeah, of carol, yeah, yeah. but like not. Um, but what I was gonna say, there is one uh, thing I would love to do with kids, but it all depends on whether it closes. Or see, not. I I'm in my I'm in my golden year, so I am you know of, of doing shows. I have five shows in one year, you know the fucking boomers back, the boomers back, and I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but next year is my twenty fifth year doing stuff, you know, so like. Suppose you can't quit now. We'll keep our lip for an odd twenty-five, <laughs> maybe. The yeah. uh, I know. Listen, sure you rest when you're dead. And sure, whenever, whenever the fee's good, you know, like what you're giving oh, me fuck. for nativity is just fucking brilliant. So a few wanks you. here and there. <laughs> the, um, oh, lovely <laughs> in these conditions. Good grief. Yeah. So no, I've obviously with the with with the theatre like we have. We're going from what is it? We finish here now on Saturday, and then. We're in Disney. Yeah. I'm in Fanto. Yeah. Um, that's going to be tough enough for you guys. Um, yeah, it's it will be tough for us, but as you were saying there, like, you don't want, it's not a chore, you know, you don't want to be a chore. And Nuri pondered to me, like, it's not a chore. 
because you're you're there once once a week, twice a week at most. You're there for about an hour and a half. You're on the lines. You have a bit of crack and you go home. But it's not as serious as a musical. You know, I'm not saying every musical is a chore. It's not. But whenever you're going somewhere else to to an outside company mm. or something, and you're there half the night. That's when it becomes a chore, you know, and yeah. you're not enjoying it. That's what I'm saying. Whenever you you don't enjoy it, then it's a chore and yeah. you're like, fuck's sake. No, no, I know what you mean. And like. I've been in positions like that where you're like, oh, fuck, why, why am I doing this? Like, this is taking but all like, the fun I out. try to explain to people, like, if you, if it ever feels like that, just You said out. that to us during 95. Like, you drummed that into us. Uh, but I think, like, the crack was so good in 95. Yeah. And it's so good in Nativity as well. Um and it'll be good again for Rock of Ages. Hopefully, it but no, it will be. Because the last time I did it, it wasn't what Rock of Ages. Like the the crack towards like the the show. It's still a great show. I but I absolutely love it. But think like, of it, you have me and Brian Reavy. So why would the crack not be good? I know why. That's I can, a brand. Brian doesn't fall out me. I know that I can be a grumpy so and so, right? But that's only and I'm going to make myself very very clear here. I want to make a point, right? And this for people that are listening that do shows with me right i am only grumpy because i expect the best of the very (laughs) fucking best oh my god that's all you're such a knob um the uh and and probably because you've annoyed me as well uh, but yeah so we're just we'll just go through our calendar year here (laughs) so we'll fly off to disney in less than a month yes Um, we do uh with a lot of with a lot of the adults and stuff Oh no! I was going to say it's a month. There it was a on, month or an opening night. Yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This, this time in a month's time, you you'll be flying home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to like although it'll be stressful enough, but like a lot of the a lot of the young ones that are going are quite old, like they're getting older now, yeah. so it'll be fine. But I just think with the adults going, it should be um, should be a good crack. Um, and then we have, Les Miserables. Yeah. in uh, the marketplace which is that'll be going great. to be amazing and a, and a great venue for it too yeah. and then but before that we're in the town hall with something else with our juniors just a wee junior show um, don't know what it is yet but sure we'll find out soon enough and then West Side Story in August and then Rock of Ages in September oh very good I love West Side Story and then a big break Love in Oklahoma, obviously, with myself and, and you're obviously on the committee of Bambridge. Um, the uh, Oklahoma's before that as well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, can't wait, <laughs> it'll be good, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say, no, West Side Story, your West Side Story was the best, uh, or was the first that I ever seen, so it was in the Opera House, or the first, yeah, version. in the Opera House, yep, it was the first time I had ever seen it. I loved it, I loved it, it's it's uh. Yeah, I, it'll be hard for me to beat that show and any yeah. throw. That I, I just and I, that. I think I said to you before, I didn't know anyone. Brian knew them all and I was the photographer that night. And now, look what has happened. Somebody else the photographer and I'm in all the photos now oh, too. It's oh, great. fuck me. The, uh, yeah, no, I had a good crack. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. The only show that I haven't directed that I would love to is uh, Little Shop. I'd love to do a little shop of horrors, like. Bambridge did it a couple of years ago, I believe. Now, that's yep. before my time. Mm-hmm. Bambridge do some great shows, like. They, do, they really do some cracking shows, but i never seen Little Shop. 
and I believe it was fantastic because they still fucking talk about it. So um, I never seen it either. Um, but I would love to do it. I've been cast as Seymour four times and right. never played it. Something's always happened. Right. Okay. And either clash in the schedule of show week or it broke my ribs or yeah. it's just it. I would love to love to do it. I think it's so funny. I think it's just great. Um. I would really, really like to do it. I love a good, fun show. Like, plenty of laughs in it. Yeah. Um, I would love to do Spelling Bee again at mm. some point. Um, I was meant to do it. And then, uh, just with everything going on with COVID and stuff, I didn't end up go doing it. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of stuff I would like to do. Yeah. Um, but we'll move on from uh, theatre. And we'll, we'll go to uh, our football segment. Yes. So, you're a Liverpool supporter. I am. I'm a Manchester United supporter. You are. <laughs> we play each other on Sunday. Yes, they do indeed. Score prediction. 4-0 Liverpool. Really? Yeah. I'm going big with it, yeah. I think it'll be another thrashing. Yeah, absolutely. United are falling. They're falling apart. They're falling apart. I ain't going 2-1 United. 2-1 United? Mm-hmm. Ach, fucking why. Do you want me to tell you why? Why? Because it's bas- it's come out today... That Graham Potter's been lined up to replace Ten Hag if Sunday is an embarrassment. Right. Graham, um, pa- Graham Potter, the same fella that was versus at Chelsea. Yeah. Well, Chelsea. Well, to be fair, come well, on. Chelsea. Well, anyone you could, anyone could have been. Yeah. Pochettino's one of the best managers in the world and he's useless at Chelsea. Yeah. But I think the United players are behind Ten Hag and I just think that you need to remember this season, right? People going about how United, blah, 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 blah. Varane, out injured. Martinez, out injured all season. He's played one game, got injured again. Luke Shaw was out most of the season. His repl- his replacement left back, um, uh, uh, Malasia, injured. All right. Wambasaka was injured. So you right. Casemiro's injured. So you are blaming this horrendous season on, on the injuries. One hundred percent. Hoyland came into the year with a back problem and it still hasn't got fixed. Rashford, uh, he's just a prick, but. The uh, uh, yeah, people seem to forget United have had a lot of injuries. They're missing thirteen players on Sunday. Thirteen first team players on Sunday, like that's mental. That's not even including so Jaden Sancho. So you're blaming the the injuries over the fundamental fact that United at the moment are rotten from the top. Oh, completely, down. completely. They're they're they they're are rotten to the core. They're they're. Structures abysmal. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and deny that, but Ten Hag, their structure was abysmal last year. And when Ten Hag had a full team, he won the Carling Cup, the Carabao Cup, whatever it's called now. Yeah. Got the final of the FA Cup and got the semis or quarter final of the Europa League and finished third with a mediocre team at best. Now, you with no striker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Played good football. I was over there. Was six times last season. It was at the city match at Old Trafford when the fucking when they walked all over city, and won. I was at the FA Cup final and they played very good football. Very unlucky not to score. They think they hit the bar and uh, McTominay hit the bar in the last second. I genuinely think that Ten Hag is the right man for the job. I just think that the structure of the club is fucking disgraceful. Look at everything that's happened this year. Greenwood saga, fucking 
player Jaden Sancho saga. Qatar not getting the club. Jim Radcliffe taking Glazer staying on with seventy five percent. Fucking numerous injuries. Mm-hmm. Leaks of the dressing room. And then people point the figure at him. But who is control of the changing dressing room? The captains. The captain. Not um, not the manager. The captains are in control of that changing room. Hundred percent. It's every club's the same. Even whenever I play football, your captains led led the dressing room. The manager just picked the team and yeah. you know give his final thoughts and said how he wants to play. But like genuinely, the club is fucking rotten. There's so many. There's look. There's players in that team that are on bo- massive contracts from whenever fucking Mourinho and Jose, or Mourinho and Jose, sorry, Mourinho and Ali, where they're new, big, 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 big money that they can't get rid of. Harry Maguire is on massive money. He's on even more money now because they qualify for the Champions League this year. They want to get rid of him. Can't get rid of him because of his wages. But do you not think they play better with Maguire in nope. the team? No, no. Anyone who says that deserves a fucking bitch slap to the cock. Honestly, they he is fucking brutal. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> a bitch slapped. Like cock. who have they played? Him. Who have they played recently? And yeah, oh, brilliant, Maguire. He, they've got fucking beat against fucking um, got hammered against City, and he was fucking ripped by fucking ha- uh, Holland. He was fucking kicky bubble. They're playing a fucking thirty-five year old in Johnny Evans and centre back who was done fucking five years ago. Like. I genuinely anyone who says Ten Hag out in my opinion is a fucking knob and doesn't know anything about football they've sacked Van Gaal who was a very successful manager before he came to United Jose Mourinho very successful manager before he came probably the most successful manager United have had including not so much Ferguson but other than Ferguson probably the most successful manager United have had Ferguson and Bobsby right Ollie they fucking sacked him they threw him I can't under the bus I felt sorry for him then they had David Moyes obviously sacked him they can't keep fucking sacking what about managers that funny looking me fella that was only there for lack of months Ralph Ragnick mm. they brought Ralph Ragnick in to be a sporting director behind the scenes and he was a caretaker manager for four months and because the media cooked up that much of a storm about him they then he left the club he refused to stay he came out and said the problems before Ronaldo and stuff come out and said the problems, and it's just it's is just he's still on as sporting director. No, no, he's no. manager of Austria. What I was going to say? Um, when did you first become a United supporter? So my whole family, my whole dad's side are Liverpool, yeah, and my whole mum's side are split Manchester United and Newcastle. Okay, because my mum's side are from South Shields and Newcastle. Mm. And uh, my mum was going out with a fella for fucking my, basically my whole childhood. Um, I still would talk to him, lovely yeah. fella. He supported Manchester United, so I supported Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't go down well on my dad's side. <laughs> um, but I was about five, maybe. Yeah. Five. I was I was nine. You um, first started supporting Liverpool? Yeah. That's very late. Yeah, it was. Cause, uh, Who did you support before that? Oh, what had just been... Th- anyone that my brother seen playing you know like yeah so um we were always a liverpool house but i think what took me so long was because i couldn't play football i wasn't then interested in oh football, yeah fair enough you know but it was uh may 2005 that done it for me 
Oh, the Champions League? Yeah, the Champions League final. Glory Hunter. And no, no, <laughs> I, no it's, it's not because that the one or anything, yes, it played a, a factor in it, but the main thing was the excitement whenever we were watching that and the shouting and the roaring and the just the absolute atmosphere. Even though I was sitting in the house, I remember watching it and the shouting and I was like, yeah, I like, and then the following year, the, the Gerard, Gerard FA Cup final. West Ham, yeah. three three, unbelievable! Like, and I was like, D- "These guys are." I like this team. This is brilliant. I you know? I've now, never hated this team as much. I have to say, in the is it two thousand and eight? Whenever United and Chelsea, uh, yeah, Champions League final. Yeah, yeah, I actually wanted United to win that. Oh, really? For, yeah, for the simple reason. Like you're the only Liverpool fan that's ever said that. Yeah, for the simple reason, I it was pure out of spite because um. My cousin who is a major Chelsea fan, and at the time, all you heard was "Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea," and of course, Chelsea. How they got their fucking money as well, and all that, and how they just bought the league. Uh, they were the first ones to be known to have yeah. bought the league, you know. And they were always like, "Oh, Chelsea's this, Chelsea's that," and I love Chelsea, and blah blah blah. And I says, "I hope you are fucking bit." Yeah, I think um, people people forget though. Like Chelsea were, Chelsea were like Spurs before Roman Abramovich yeah. took over. They were all like they finished they top were, four before he took over. Yeah, they were close, but because no Claudio Ranieri uh, took him to the Champions League. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I Liverpool's a massive thing in our house, like yeah. my dad's house. Sorry, it was anyway, and like I I've as a love Liverpool. Um, and I have this thing that the champ the year that Liverpool won the Champions League there well tell you, in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, me and my mother watched all the group games together the last sixteen the quarter final the semi final the final every match of that campaign we watched them together which was nice too and Ma's favorite player was um Mane mm. so I got our Mane cup. <laughs> Uh, you know so that she could take to work or whatever for a cup of tea so she'd be sitting and work with her man in a cup and they'd all be like what the fuck is she doing with that there what she know about football yeah. and she oh man I played well there at the weekend scored a brace absolutely brilliant wasn't he I like him that formation I saw he scored a brilliant goal how many goals he on this season yeah. and they'd be standing there looking at her and, <laughs> <laughs> and she would just bamboozle him you know with all yeah. these facts she knows her stuff about the football I have to say but um I love the Champions League. I love it. I love the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, I, I just I see, and I think, again, it's a very Liverpool thing to love the Champions League because a second leg fixture in Anfield, in the Champions League, you cannot fucking beat it for atmosphere. Anywhere. You cannot beat it. <laughs> Gonna L- have like, to disagree with you. Just look at... Parkhead. Yeah, well, I've well, been so I've been to Anfield yeah. for a Champions League match. Yeah, I've been the Old Trafford for a Champions League match. Yeah. I've been to Parkhead for a Champions League match, and I obviously like I went to I was at Old Trafford for the Paul Scholes goal in two thousand and eight against Barcelona mm-hmm. in the last minute or the, not the last minute I think it was the seventy eighth minute or something. He scored from outside the box, put them through, and they won the Champions League that year. Pumping, I was at the year that Ronaldo scored twice against Inter Milan and that Inter Milan like mate Figo Adriano yeah. Ibrahimovic 
Mourinho was managing them. That team, oh my god, they went on the win. I think they went on the win the treble the next year. Yeah. Like I remember sitting and I was right behind the dugout. I'm oh, like, man. oh mate. But I was at Anfield because my oh my fan it was my brother's transfer test fucking thing, and they, they we all went over. I think they were playing Besiktas or something, yeah. and. Parkhead on a Champions League night, mate. Oh my god, really? I don't even like Celtic that much, yeah. but holy but fuck, that atmosphere is yeah. bouncing. It was Barcelona, the one that Tony Watt scored, Class. um, and it was just pumping. But that's is that the night that Barcelona had like 30 shots, yeah, and yeah. Celtic had two, yeah, yeah, and they scored two, <laughs> yeah. Um, but when Yama, I think, scored and Tony Watt. Now, again, I'm gonna go back to Liverpool. What do you think was a better game? Um, Liverpool 3, AC Milan 3 in the final in 2005 or the 2019 semi-final Liverpool 4, Barcelona 0. The AC Milan one. Yeah, I would I would agree. That Barcelona team were fucking shite that night. Yeah, they were shite but they were they were spooked and the reason why I'm saying they were spooked was because of the atmosphere. That's what I'm saying. To be honest with you, I don't rate any Liverpool team. Yeah, I think they're fucking shite. Messi. You had uh, Suarez. You had Coutinho. Neymar, I think, was playing as well. But no, was he not? No, no, no he, he was gone. But then, like, gone. these unbelievable um, Barcelona players. Barcelona legends, like. Mm. And they were humbled in Anfield. Absolutely. Fucked. I'll never forget how I near lost my voice in that. And I'll tell you why I was so fucking excited. I was in work that morning. And they were all obviously talking about Liverpool and, you know, they, they'll not win and talking shite. And there was this customer and he says, oh, you'll not watch the TV tonight. He says, why would I not? And he says, I guarantee you Liverpool score first. They're going through the night. So he told me it was in dreamland and the ways up, right? What happened? Liverpool scored first. And I, I knew from then on that that was it. So then a, a couple of days later, I was like, I can't wait to come into him. I can't wait till he comes into this shop. I fucking can't wait. I was making a beeline for a customer, like coming in just to talk about football. Like, oh, unreal. Yeah. Just, oh, I can feel it. Class. I know. Like, that's one thing. I, it's the, only, the only time that I've ever had that sort of, like, euphoria when I came. There was twice in both against City. At home, I remember sitting in the house and Giggs played the ball out to Michael Owen in the last second and he beat, beat City 4-3. Yeah. Michael Owen, the jumped, fucking snake. Yeah, no, great. United legend. Um, snake. And then uh, I broke my phone. I jumped up that high. The phone flipped up and I broke it. And then at Old Trafford, I was behind the net last season when Rashford scored. Myth, honestly. I've, I thought I was at, I thought United were going to go on and win the league. God, <laughs> I was that happy. Can I just go on to say, uh, like, I know we're talking about football teams and that, but my other main fucking passion will be Armagh. Now, I, I am an Armagh, and I love Armagh, right? How much? Like, really, an awful, awful lot. Love Armagh. They let me down a bag full, but I love going to the matches. I love the community of it. I love the crack and the absolute shite talk, right? Uh, at an Armagh match. And... Obviously, I'll never forget 2002 when Armagh won the All-Ireland and um, the celebrations. I mean, obviously, 2003, they got to the final again. They were beat by Tyrone. I will say no more about that. But whenever I was growing up, I was very young. It was Armagh's golden year. 
it was just unbelievable. They won Ulster after Ulster. They were in the, uh, in the All Ireland quarterfinals, semi-finals, the finals. They won it on one occasion as well. But see a good Sunday in Clonus, you can't beat it. And just talking there about excitement, I will never forget September two thousand and ten. Down played Cork in the All Ireland final. Yep, <laughs> and I thought it was two thousand eight. No, two thousand ten. Was it? And because uh, our whole school were brought down to it. We were we were living in the town at the time, and obviously, an awful lot of people around us were uh, down supporters. So what did I do? Stuck a Cork flag out. Near fucking egg. Near burnt out of the house, right? And obviously down lost by a point. And when they lost, when that full whistle went. I ran out onto the street and I celebrated like I had just won the fucking World Cup all by myself. Because Why? I'm a spiteful little fucker when it comes to the GAA. No, I'm not really. I like, you know. I, I, I love it. I, I Like, it makes me so happy, but it makes me so sad at the same time. And also, the reason why I love the GAA is because to me, it's like springtime bright evenings out enjoying your sport but it annoys me though fun. because why like this whole structure of it is a fucking joke like oh like it is. the way that like why not just do it and do it like the champions league and just draw everyone fairly yeah, and yeah, do yeah. 32 last 32 yeah, exactly like, it makes but more sense it's it doesn't make sense that more different counties get more money than others so when you take Leitrim for example compared to dublin like Dublin would get millions more euros compared to Leitrim or something, and that third part of it's not fair. I think if anything in Ulster hurling should be more promoted, one hundred percent. There should be an Ulster hurling championship on county level to give more clubs an opportunity to say, right, you want to represent your county, then represent them on a, a provincial scale, and go and win an Ulster, and then you can go. Is there no Ireland. Ulster championship for There's hurling? There's no Ulster championship for hurling. There used to be. And they don't away with it. Why? Because Antrim were winning all the time or something? Or Antrim's a very strong, uh, very, very strong uh, county for Ireland, but there was no no interest in it. Um, but anyway, what was I going to say there to you? I have, uh, moving swiftly on, I have a, a Christmas riddle for you. Okay. In Feed the World by Bandied. Yeah. What is the only lyric that is also the name of one of the original singers from 1984. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't gone away. He's just, he's looking up here. I think he's going through the lyrics. This is like a really long Stephen Nolan silence whenever he asks a question and then somebody responds and he just goes dead silent. I don't know. You don't know? What? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Or do you want to make it a question for the folks to try and get it, get back to us? Or will I just tell you? No, I'll put it up on Instagram. Yeah. I'll put it up on Instagram now. Yeah. I'll put it up on Instagram after. That's grand. <laughs> um, so what is the only lyric that is also the name of a singer in the original Band-Aid in 1984? Like a sentence or just one word? It's it's a word. You'll kick yourself when you realise. Folks, answers on a postcard. Let us know what you think. That's going to annoy you now, isn't it? 
Uh, I was going through the lyrics. And you probably skipped it so many times. Is it joy? No. 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 It's not. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um I I'll put that up. That's it. Ro- I'll kick Roshan as well. Yeah. Um there you go. Um That's annoyed me. You fucking <laughs> wanker. Um I'm trying to <laughs> Yeah, that's annoyed me. Um anyway, anything that fucked you off this week? Uh yeah, noisy people backstage. <laughs> You're a grumpy wee bastard. I'm not grumpy. You're only having fun. So, uh, so whenever you're performing out in the station, you can hear people talking. I'm not on about the kids. Kids are not a problem. I'm not on about the kids. I'm on about people that know fucking better. That's what I'm on about. <laughs> um, something that's fucked me off is that I still haven't watched a Christmas film. It's still not? No. That's a disgrace. We've watched Gavin and Stacey. I fucking love it. Oh my right. God, it's so funny. It's so funny. There's a line in it, right? And it's Smithy. Have you ever seen it? So Smithy's a big, big fella, right? Yes, I buddy. know who Smithy He's is. a comedy yes. piece in the show. Yeah. And he just... He's also played by that insufferable bastard, James Gordon. <laughs> I know, but he's so funny in it. Um, he just says the stupidest shit ever. And, like, I mean, I'd just be crying laughing, like... um, And then his girlfriend at the time, Sheridan Smith's in it, plays his sister, and... But they're going out, I never yeah, 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 yeah. Right. They were going out, you know. Um, it's very, very funny. Between that, Ness and, and Brendan. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, but, yeah, just, I can't wait to get Saturday over me, get into the Christmas spirit, watch Happy the United Christmas. match. Dallas or the Cowboys are on, on the charge to beat the Eagles. Oh, very that's good. Like Liverpool. That's, that's like Liverpool United. Oh, that, right. The Cowboys, right. And, the Cowboys and the Eagles, they hammered them. And, and, uh, so I was up to... About five o'clock in the morning on I after know. Sunday on in the Monday, uh, watching it. They're re- past that. Yeah. yeah, touch down every every week. I watched the Super Bowl, right? A couple of years ago, fell asleep. I think the is it the New England Patriots? Is it? Yeah, the Patriots were. Yeah, the fucking any years ago. What? Patriots have been in the Super Bowl in maybe fuck be four years maybe. Right, well, Paul anyway, Brady. it was the year that they had a comeback and they won, I think it might have been 2017, because I was 21, 2017. I fell asleep halfway through it and then woke up for the like final part of it and we were all excited. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, fucking class. I, I, uh, I, I saw the New York or the New York Knicks playing Orlando Magic in basketball. In Madison Square Gardens. Yeah. And it was the most boring thing I've I hear ever possible. witnessed I fucking in my it. fucking life. Give, of, of all the North American sports, my favourite is ice hockey. 100%. Do you not like but American football? No. Why? Because it's boring. And How is it boring? They're all pussies. What? They're pussies. You take American footballers compared to rugby players. Mate, have you seen how hard and fast that them fuckers are getting hit? They're only hard and fast to each other. And no, that's it. mate, you're fucking completely wrong. Rugby's <laughs> a rough sport. American football's fucking hard going. Like, like they're running very fucking fast and whacking into cunts. Like, it's fucking... Yeah, but they've t- take all that armour off and see them fucking do it. 
they would die. No, they wouldn't. Yes, the no, fucking no, would, like, they would, <laughs> like, what the fuck? I know you all take the piss out of me for loving it, like, but... No, I that, don't take that the piss same out thing. of you. I don't take the, I take the piss out of the sport. What but... happened to you in the Super Bowl happened to me about two weeks ago. Um, I was watching the Cowboys were playing, um, I think it was the Seahawks, and I fell asleep. The Cowboys were in the fell asleep and woke up in the, in the fucking third quarter. And they were getting hammered. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they came back and won. But, but you see, of all them, I, I just love ice hockey because of the, squ- the skill required and just, it's a uh, I'm not sport. into it, like, I'm not into that. I've never seen the Giants play or anything. Like. I, I've watched the Giants. I have my wee jersey and all. I've gone a couple of times. Do you know who loves the Chance? Sophie McConville. She yeah. has season tickets and everything. They're fucking like three, four hundred quid to go and see the Giants. And she does not miss a match unless she really, really has to. But, um... No, I I would prefer it to be it be one of my favorite North American sports. Yeah, yeah. No. Sorry for dissing the. Not for me. Sorry for dissing no. American football. I love I know, it. Mate. I know I, you love it, and I'm not taking the piss out of you. For I I love it more. See, recently, like I would sit down and watch any NFL match, even yeah. college football. I'd watch. Yeah. Where I can't say the same about like football, football at the see, moment. See, I'm not taking the piss out of you for enjoying. I'm just taking the piss out of the sport because it's fucking. Mate, you yeah. think it's honestly like it's I, fucking I, I rough think going. I'm being, I'm being see really if the Cowboys get. I don't know if the I, Cowboys get the Super Bowl. If they do, come up and watch it. I'd say I'm being probably I'm being ignorant because the only time I would kind of look at it is the Super Bowl and the probably the first couple of quarters or the first. Maybe first quarter or whatever. I can't say quarter. Probably have quarter. Quarter. The first right. quarter. They um play it safe, in my opinion. Anytime I watch it, really slow, and there's too many breaks, and everything's commercial. And yeah, well, like play the Bowl, fucking game. The Super Bowl's a lot longer, like that. Yeah. And thank. Remember, but I sent see, a video on Dolly Parton. See, yeah, yeah, it was Thanksgiving. But see, the Americans, though, um, and again, I'm saying this as a nice thing to the Americans this time for once. It's only <laughs> taken like 12 or 13 episodes. But um, they do that as a night out rather than going to see a sport. It's it's a night out to them. I, 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 that's that's what it has been explained to me as. They're go- like baseball, mainly baseball. They're going just for the night out for the social part of it rather than the sport. Now, there are people there that absolutely love the sport and they are only there for the sport. But I'm on about people who are just got tickets that day and they're just going for a night out, you know? Yeah. So, each to their own. Fair play to them. And that's that. No, as I said, it's uh, over the last... Like, I've liked Dallas ever since I went to Florida when I was fucking 11. Yeah. And I've seen a Dallas Mavericks basketball top and I just loved this. I just loved then the Cowboys, yeah. which makes no sense, but <laughs> whatever. But... I don't know. The last couple of years, I've really, really get into it. Like, I, I just love it. Um, sure, it's no harm. In it. Nope. It's uh, but you're wrong. It's very, very heavy hitting. Um, but yeah, if the cu- the Cowboys get through to the, if they get through playoffs and stuff, and then hopefully this year they can actually do it. They're kind of like Manchester United. Right. Okay. They're like, it's very, very like Touch they would be. No, they're they haven't won a Super Bowl since '96, I think and it's like it's more of a franchise sort of like they care about marketing but the last couple of years have really taken a step in whereas united haven't but anyway on that note we shall end it there give us a follow on instagram or on the bake book um and hit subscribe 
on Spotify or Amazon or Apple or wherever you're listening to, hit the uh, subscribe button and every time a new episode drops, you'll get a ping. So from me, JP. And me, Darjee. Over and out.